What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. And unfortunately, today we got to talk about this wild loss by the Chicago Bears against the Washington Commanders. What went wrong? What are some things that went right? We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, Bears fans. So first up, that loss against the Washington Commanders was just utterly. It was one of the most frustrating football games I think I've ever watched in my life. Like just the amount of things that went wrong, that went left, uh, that, that like even even like the fact that Justin Fields was sacked twice on the opening drive should have let us all know that we were about to be in for a hellified night of football. And then every it did not disappoint in that rage. If you wanted a lot of drama, if you wanted a lot of uh, blunders, whatever you wanted. It it, it 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 did not disappoint in that area. The team very much disappointed. Justin Fields disappointed. Players disappointed. Like the thing with this game is that was so frustrating is that with just minor changes we could have won this game. Like when you look at Justin Fields and the missed pass to Ryan Griffin, I know there are some people that are of the mind. Well, well, Ryan Griffin was running slow. He slowed down on the route. Justin Fields overthrew him. Either way, I don't give you. We can we can we can label him asshole one and asshole one B. Like. At the end of the day, it, it 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 the play of Justin Fields in this game left so much to be desired in some ways, and then in some ways you can see he made leaps forward. And so he is he is progressing, right? Outside of me being upset of the result of the game, Justin Fields is progressing. But there's there, but he's not really doing much to calm the doubts around Justin Fields. Ryan Fitzpatrick at the beginning, uh, before this game even started, he said that Justin Fields is not an in the pocket quarterback, and I do like. While I, I disagree to, to, to a certain point, I do think with more time, a better offensive line, we can actually evaluate how Justin Fields is developing as a pocket passer. But some of Justin Fields' decision-making in some of these games, the pass off the helmet was completely on, on a drive that went, that went really good outside of that. It went really good outside of that. So, yeah, yeah, it's not, it's not perfectly, right? Uh, Luke Getzey's play calling was better at certain times, especially in the first half. He made some, some interest, like, down in the red zone why are you keeping Khalil Herbert in there when we know we have a bruiser and David Montgomery who should have been in at that time yeah Khalil Herbert's great but David Montgomery should have been in at those times go to Cole Komet in the red zone like this Bears team and their inability to score touchdowns is going to be the death of me and the and the team it's 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 things like that Roquan Smith not you know what we'll get into that I want to step on my own damn content we're going to get into that here in a second but the frustrating play of this team overall they're proving all the doubters right Right, that's the thing. They're proving every single doubter right in the in the, in their play, and we need to see this team improve. It's it's ridiculous, right? It's ridiculous that we can't get into the end zone. It's ridiculous that we have the the. It's just blunder after blunder after blunder, and it's frustrating. It's frustrating right now being a Chicago Bears fan. It is super frustrating. You have people chanting "sell the team" well after the game is over, like a we're, they're not selling the team. The McCaskies are probably going to own this team forever. My great-grandchildren are probably going to be talking about why the McCaskies should shell, sell the Chicago Bears. It's probably not happening in any of our lifetimes if it does happen. So just bear down on that. We're just, it's going to be a long time while we're going through that. But with, all, with even all that being said, the play in this team, the, the, the play in this game, I should say, has just been completely, completely frustrating. And like I said, taking some things away from stepping back a little bit, there are some things that Justin Fields did do good in this game. There are some things that you can look at and say Justin Fields 
is developing. And I understand the mindset of, well, we need to wait to evaluate him until we get him better weapons. When we get him a better offensive line, there is, there is, there is absolutely times that this where it just does seem like with better weapons and a better line, this the, Justin Fields will be a much better quarterback. So I understand the mindset of, 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 of that, right? Of the wait and see. I also understand the mindset of, listen, yes, Trubinsky got four or five years. Are we waiting another four or five years? Is, does this front office wait another four or five years on a player that they didn't draft it? We'll see with that. And, you know, I don't want to write the story on Justin Fields yet. He's a young kid. But the, the thing that I look at with Justin Fields that I, that I in a conversation with Pat the Designer uh, was having is that the things with – no, I'm sorry. That was actually with C-Dub and Bobby after we, got off, uh, after we got off live last night is that Justin Fields is still trying to make plays that work in college with his feet. When you look at the way when, play, when plays, plays break down, how he kind of moves up in the pocket, thinks about running, kind of moves back, takes a look. Those things work in college because of the speed of the of every player on the field not being the speed of the NFL. We're seeing that that's not working for him, and it's affecting his game. He needs to again. He does need a better line. When you look at the the sacks that the that the Bears gave up in this, Justin Fields being sacked five times in this, and then being hit and another additional twelve QB hits on him. That shows that this offensive line needs to figure it the hell out. They need to figure it out. Hopefully, Alex Leatherwood comes in. Sam Mustafer with that goddamn flop, by the way. I don't give a damn. Olin Cruz can come and try to put me in a locker. I wish you motherfucking would. I got some waiting on you. But Sam Mustafer sucks. He sucks. I don't give a damn what no former player got to say about it. I don't care what, you, what, what your opinion of it is. When you look at the football being played on the field, Sam Mustafer sucks. And he needs to get that shit together. Now, trying to be a little bit more calm about it. Let me bring it back down. Let me woosah. The, the amount of hits that Justin Fields has, has the F sacks and hits that he's gotten so far in this season, has been ridiculous. We need to see that step the hell up. We need to see that come together a little bit better. And I think with that, we'll start being able to better evaluate how Justin Fields is progressing more linearly, right? And I know I just murdered that word. But we right now, it's hard because... Of how many of Justin Fields' mistakes would go away with more time, with less pressure, with better weapons? As long as that question is always around, I think the Bears should wait and see to a degree, right? So in this upcoming draft, I don't, I'm not going to say as some people said, and you know maybe they should start looking at quarterbacks. No, they need to look at weapons. They in the in the offseason with all this, um, all this money that we're going to have and cap space we're going to have, we need to bring in some solid veterans, shore up that offensive line, things like that. And then in that season, that's going to be the true in year three, the true complete evaluation season. And then we may have to start calling some audibles on some things that we thought were going to be key parts of our future. That's my opinion. That's my opinion. Now, looking at Justin Fields and his comments after the game and when he says he's tired of being almost there, right? Direct quote. When the play is there, make it. There's no logistics. It's not, it's not complicated. It's when you have the opportunity finish. It's that simple. We just didn't do that tonight. You don't have to make it harder than it is, pitch and catch. The, the amount of drops in this game definitely point towards Justin. Like, I don't know what type of drills they need to do, but they need to get it in people's head. They need to figure it out how to catch this goddamn ball when Justin Fields does give it to you. Like I said, there are some drives in this where the way that Justin Fields ca carved up the defense, the way that he, he just his passing, how, how the quick decisions that he was making, it all looked like where we needed it to be. But then a mistake would come almost every single time, whether it be by Justin, whether it be by somebody else. The final drive of this, the Bears had a chance to win this game. And that's what you want to, like, I get it. All the things, the, the mispasses, the, the pass off the helmet, the drops. They still had a chance to make 
and win this game in that final drive, and they weren't able to bring it home. They need to execute better as well. And just Justin Fields has now uh, started 16 games, and he's paired in 18, but in the 16 starts, it's almost like a full season. He's had 2,739 passing yards, 11 touchdowns, 15 interceptions, 126 carries for 702 yards, and three rushing touchdowns. That's not bad if you're looking at that as a first season, right? So we're still in the very much so the first season, so to say, of Justin Fields' career as far as the number of games played. And when you look at those numbers, they're in line with a first-year quarterback who's, who's suffering from a bad offensive line and half of that, a bad coach. So even in my frustration with Justin Fields, even in my frustration with this team, I still see that there is something there to develop. We just got to actually develop it. We got to actually develop it. And if those things happen, we can be looking at this team a little bit different. But let's talk about some of the things that did go wrong and went right in this game. The first thing that went wrong, what the hell is is, Rob, is uh, Roquan Smith being fucking blocked by Carson Wentz, bitch ass? What was that? What was that? Yes, he had a solid game when you look at the number of tackles. He had 12 tackles and one for a loss. It's, there's a lot of stat stuffing there that makes it look good, but when you watch the football being played, when you watch the missed plays and blown up plays by Roquan Smith, it leaves a lot to be desired by a guy who's a veteran on your team and who wants to be the highest paid linebacker in the NFL. That's not going to cut it. It's not going to cut it. Another thing that went completely wrong in this game, the goddamn offensive line. The offensive line sucked. The offensive line was terrible. The offensive line looked, looked not even mediocre, less than that. Velius Jones. What the hell? Listen, at this time, don't be surprised if they start looking at a change in the way that they and who is returning punts. You can't keep having somebody having blunders out there in key moments, in key drives, and, and that this causes bad position and turnovers. Velius Jones, as much as we love his potential here at Chicago Bears Central, he has to get it together. And that, that you would think, not, not starting most of the season, right, to come in and being out, to come in, he'd have a lot of energy. He may need to sit the hell down because his play so far, outside of that touchdown, outside of some things, has been marginal at best and has left a lot to be desired. Dante Pettis in this game is definitely a, a positive point. Dante Pettis responded very well to the last game after a, a bad week five, two bad losses in there. He was the most reliable receiver for us in the last game with four catches, 84 yards, and a 40-yard touchdown reception. Dante Pettis stepped in and did what needed to be done, period. And the Bears' defense overall looked really, really good in this game. They, they did what, they, what needed to be done more times than not in this game. You're going to give up touchdowns at time, but this defense came in and held Carson Wentz to only, what, 90, 99 yards passing and a QB rating of 66 and sacked him three times? That's what we needed to see from the defense. Okay, the, and some of the keys that I had in the game, that was one of the things that was that was, that was was marked on there. there. There's a lot of good things at, on the Chicago Bears team when you look at them in a vacuum, but how things are coming together is just not the way that we would expect at this point in the season. Luke Getze has to figure it out his play calling, period. He has to figure it out. He took several steps forward and some steps backward, backwards as well. It almost feels like Getze is trying to force Justin Fields to be a pocket, just a pocket passer. When you have a terrible offensive line, you can't do that. It'd be different if you're trying to force him to be a pocket passer for his development and longevity in the NFL. I understand that. But when you have a terrible offensive line and you keep Sam Mustafer's ass in there, you're, 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 you're shooting yourself in the own foot there. Two other studs in this game, Kyler Gordon and Jaquan Brister came in and do what did what needed to be done. Gordon, solid games back-to-back -back overall. 
Brisker, great game against against the Commanders. So positivity there again. What this what Poles did in this draft leaves a lot of hope for how he's going to perform in in the next draft with more picks, right? With better picks, with higher picks. I don't know what this Bears team does. I don't know if they're going to be buyers or sellers at the trade deadline. There's a lot to be said that maybe they may look to trade some of their veterans that aren't performing. Maybe Roquan's move, maybe Robert Quinn's move, who has not played very well at all at this point in the season. To bring in either more picks, to bring in maybe some positivity, right? Some players that, that can perform better. Maybe protect your quarterback a little bit more. I don't know. The way that this team can go is so many different ways. But one thing that they need to do, they need to fix these turnovers. They need to fix that. They need to fix the blunders and the execution. Can we get back to being a solid, um, disciplined team? Can we get back to doing those type of things? Can we do that? This game was very frustrating. It was disheartening. And unfortunately, kind of is what it is at this point, man. Um, but let me know your thoughts on everything down below on the game. Hopefully, you're not as fired up as me. Make sure you're following the show at Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, chicagobearcentral.gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave us a text and our voicemail, the number to do so is 773-242-9336. Keep in mind, there have been some still sending in the voicemails, and it's my fault because I've been giving the wrong voicemail to Chicago Bulls Central. So the Chicago Bears voicemail is 773 773- 242-9336 is also going to be in the description whether you're on YouTube or the podcast side. But like I like to end every episode on, bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. And stop wearing them damn orange jerseys, fam. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Break, 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 break.